Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Oki Show Show. How's it going, everybody? It's May. I don't even know how that song goes. All I know is that every single year around like April 28th, I start seeing Justin Timberlake showing up on my Facebook feed. It's gonna be May. Well, it's May. So, hooray for May. Guys, we have today's episode, and then two weeks from now, we have the final episode of season two, and then we are on break. What? And by that, I mean you guys are kind of on break. I'm still going to be posting, like, past episodes, and we're still going to be having, like, Dead Center coverage, and uh, we're going to be doing a live show over at SoonerCon this year. But for the most part, you know, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be a little quiet. It's going to be, we're going to be on hiatus for a little while. For you guys. I'm going to be busy as crap recording all the episodes for uh, Season 3, and uh, that'll be coming in September. September is when Season 3 starts. So, fear not, dear listeners, we will be back. Hey, in the meantime, you should go over to YouTube and check out our short film, The Broad Squad, which is up on the YouTube channel now. Uh, The Broad Squad was our 2015 uh, 48-hour film project. Winner of all things! It won, like, Best Screenplay, Best Director, uh, Best of OKC, like, overall. Ended up playing over at Filmapalooza in Georgia. And the cool thing is, if you actually win Filmapalooza, then you move on to Cannes Film Festival. <clears throat> we did not, but we got to play alongside the guys that did. So anyway, you should go see it. And it's pretty fun. It's pretty funny. It's good stuff. Go over to okishowshow.com slash sketches, and you can check out The Broad Squad, along with all the other sketches that we've done so far. We have brand new sketches that are going to be coming out in September, along with the brand new episodes for Season 3. So stay tuned for that. We're actually starting production... Uh, May 12th of the new sketches and I'm super excited because these things are they're always a lot of fun we're getting some of the students at EOC Tech involved it's gonna be good freaking times and if you would like to be a part of those sketches then you should go over to patreon.com slash show she'll become a patron and we shall love you forever and we'll get you involved in the actual process and all that kind of stuff plus you get a lot of really cool fun behind the scenes stuff and it's awesome Hey, today we are playing the episode that I've been sitting on for like a year because we recorded it uh, on location while we were shooting Jurassic Games and then the studio asked if we could sit on it and wait until, you know, the movie's a little closer to being released. So here it is, episode 54 of the Oki Show Show with the Jurassic Games. Hello and welcome to the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industries. I'm Brian, your host, and we're live from the... Well, not actually live. Just kidding. We're uh, we're in a cafeteria right now, and I'm here with um, the cast and director of the Jurassic Games. You guys go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves. Go around the table. Hi, Brian. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Am I eating the microphone enough? You me? are. Okay, good. Uh, my name's Ryan Belgard, and I'm the director, and I wrote and producer of Jurassic Games. Awesome. Hi, my name is Kate Jones, and I'm an actor, and I'm in the Jurassic Games. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Luke Wyckoff, and I'm an actor in the Ryan Belgart, the Jurassic Games. <laughs> Hi, my name is Tiger Shu. Um, I am the craft services and caterer of <laughs> Jurassic Games, and then I was forced to act. So. <laughs> You're the, the unofficial catering guy. I am, I am. Well, okay, so we have to describe what exactly is happening right now. We're basically on a rain delay. 
It's raining like crazy outside, uh, and we are at where? Well, where are we? We're at we're at well no it's we're at beautiful Robbers Cave, which is uh, one of the great Oklahoma locations we've been shooting Jurassic games in. Uh, we're, we've been at a bunch of different state parks, and we still have still have uh, another one to go. But we uh, we found that. Robert's Cave was really perfect for a lot of the scenes in our movie. It's got such a diverse uh, landscape of like, you know, uh, well, rainforest today, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but also uh, just awesome like rock formations and lakes, shores, you know, lake shores and, uh, you know, foresty areas, cave areas, mountaintop areas, just a bunch of really cool areas to, uh, to uh, showcase in the movie. And it's just really neat because we're, as we look back at the dailies, it's like, wow, this place just looks so cool on camera. This movie is basically like a nice, you, you just hand this over to the film and music office and they're just going to use it as our demo reel of all the different kind of terrains you can have in the state. Yeah, I mean, it, it really works out that way. We've got, um, of course, the location that I just talked about here, but then also we were at uh, Gloss Mountains, which is also the known Gloss as Mountains. Glass Mountains. Glass I'm not Mountains. I'm sure which one it is. But... Um, that's an awesome sort of like, you know, uh, Old West looking desert, waste, kind of a wasteland looking place. And we were Freaking there last... Mesas. Yeah, we were there last um, last weekend. And it looks amazing there. And then uh, next week, we're going to be at Little Sahara, which is, you know, basically like, you know, Tatooine. You know, it's like 70 foot sand dunes just surround so cool. everywhere you look. It's incredible. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's the... that That is... It is going to be kind of like a... Um, location sort of like a tour of Oklahoma but it's awesome it works out really good it's really it, it is really cool I mean even the footage we're getting already people are like that doesn't look like Oklahoma it's, right but it does it is freaking well in the Gloss Mountains it like there's a there's a reason why it's called the Gloss Mountains I think I actually read a thing that it was originally Glass Mountains because it looks like there's glass all over the ground because yeah. there's these crystals that grow right. and they're see-through they look like glass it literally looks like there's shards of glass all over these mesas yeah. but uh uh, the story goes that whenever the guy was telling the official government person the name of the place, he was English. Ah. And so, the Gloss Mountains. Oh, and so yeah. the guy wrote it down. That's the most American thing possible to do. Oh, Gloss Mountains, got it. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. So, that's and, funny. and it's forever that way. I love that. I love that that's a thing in Oklahoma. Well, when we were shooting there, too, it was like so uh, windy. Oh, my God. Awful. And uh, we were just like miserable. That I, I mean, trying to keep like our tent down and all, you know. There was uh, one point where the tent literally blew over <laughs> and became a giant tumbleweed yeah. blowing across. <laughs> the wasteland <laughs> the whole crew's yeah. chasing after it but the footage looks so great though because like everyone's hair is like basically sideways you know yeah and it's just like uh it looks like it's horrible and miserable out there and that's what it's supposed to look like so it's so really cool. cool yeah and now i gotta talk <laughs> there you go glass mountains it looks like hell <laughs> in a good way perfect yeah in a good way in the best hellish way possible yeah, yeah. now we got to talk about where we are right now we're basically in the in the mess hall of this camp site so if you ever went to like boy scout camp or church camp this is more of a church campy kind of place yeah it reminds me of like summer camp or something you know yeah like, where you like i never went to summer camp but if this is i imagine <laughs> this is what it would be like it's spot on it's like, uh, turner falls yeah. The Turner Falls Church Camp or yeah. whatever. And the cool thing about this is that this is where we're staying. Like, we're not we're not holed up in a nice hotel and all that kind of stuff. It's literally film camp, people. We're all, like, we got air mattresses on the, all over the, uh, in the 
other room over here. We've got bunks people are sleeping on and stuff. It's freaking awesome. Well, the second night we were here, we had to stay in a community room all together. That's right. right. That's so right. like that, and I was a little bit worried. About, well, the, okay, so I'll back up. The first night we were here, it was like freaking freezing. Right. right. And all of us like were freezing and everyone, no one realized that there was like actually warm areas that they could sleep in. They just went ahead and froze uh, in their individual. Just roughed it. In their, yeah, in their individual cabins. So we were all miserable that night. The second night was a lot warmer, but it was all, we were all together in a community room. And uh, actually I was, <laughs> somebody said, I think it was uh, Kyle Pennington who said it, it was like, snoring in Dolby Digital or something. Somebody said that because it was like, oh, did you say that, Tiger? Yeah, Tiger said it. But um, yeah, it was really funny because it, <laughs> it was, I was worried about that, but like there's a lot of snores on our cast, including myself. Oh, it's you know, Yeah, yeah. I know. You have a timid little lady snore though. <laughs> I am uh, going through allergy season and I'm roughing it, but I, right. I was definitely we, we complained know. about it. We know. <laughs> and, then, and then so like, you know, Day three was last night, and for whatever reason, they decided to have a rager that lasted till like four in the morning. Oh my god! Okay, with, we, with, yes. With Let's call, talk with, about what happened last night. With call time at like seven. <laughs> so we, professionals that we're right. <laughs> this is all. But this is not unique the, to this crew, though. I mean, like that's something that happened. If you have an overnight stay with a film crew, this is what goes down. I woke up in a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell that story. Actually, 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 five of us woke up in some sort of vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> to be I fair, that, that had nothing to do. That was going to happen regardless. Really. <laughs> when you, when you party with here. these people, you end up in a trunk. <laughs> so, okay, we wrapped around 6.30 in the afternoon last yesterday, which means everyone's like, oh, my God, we have time to be humans so yeah. everybody comes back to the campgrounds and and just like starts pounding beers <laughs> and whiskey <laughs> yeah we had a whole bottle of bullet whiskey that was like how it's like the big one the 50 dollars bot it's like gone well you know it was really cool man and this was such a morale boost to us too because this was day three and we were exhausted and we're working like these really long days out in the you know and the elements trying to get all the shots for the movie and uh, we shot a scene with ryan merriman who's in the film and he he uh, came up uh, special for his scene but then you know we get a call later in the day uh and we find out that, hey, Ryan and his wife and his dog are going to camp out and rough it with us. And so, so he cool. came up and uh, made these, like, really awesome burgers he cooked for the whole crew. So, like, everybody just was Turns like, into Papa Merriman over yeah. here. Like, yeah. ah. Well, everybody was just so, like, I think their spirits were lifted and everybody's mood was in such a good mood yesterday uh, after that. And and I think so. We just, I think, I don't know where all the alcohol came from. But somehow, <laughs> somehow it ended up here. I blame Ryan there. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. odd part, too, was that it magically appeared and then it disappeared. It disappeared very somehow. quickly. Yeah. It was like a, like a, Vanish like a phantom. <laughs> and yeah. then it's gone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, and I didn't, I, I, unfortunately, now I regret it. I didn't stay up to, to uh, witness all the things that I heard about. Oh, man. <laughs> I tried to be responsible and uh, go to bed at a decent enough hour to be able to work the next day. But I heard some amazing stories. I, I think I went to bed last night around 10. <laughs> and, like, I, I had plenty to drink last night, too. Like, I had a couple beers. And I had a couple, you know, tugs of whiskey and that kind of thing. I went to bed. You know, feeling okay. I wake up the next morning, and it and like everyone. It looks like The Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's dragging. Well, you know, for the most part, I think what's the most shocking—not you know necessarily the drinking or whatever—but is that nothing's devolved into like Lord of the Flies, or really <laughs> no fights like, happened. And you know, 
I just met Ryan working on this uh, recently, and a lot of the guys have some of them have worked with him before. I was kind of hoping he would get into like the default camp counselor, right? Like, Chase is like I know, I was you like, know, where's like, the beta house or something, you know, like that. But no, he's cool. He's cool. I got to say, like the casting crew on the it, because of the fact that we're all kind of holing up together, you know, we're having to sleep on air mattresses and stuff, and like in a communal kind of room that can either be a wonderful thing or it can be a horrible thing yeah. if people don't get along and I think that's that's a really cool thing about this particular project first of all it's a freaking awesome project that we're talking that we're working on we're gonna talk about that in just a second but it's just kind of cool how everybody gets along really really well, well I asked I asked uh, one of the PAs uh, you know is this been hell for you or has it been fun for you and she said it's been both and I think that's <laughs> the, I think that's the thing that kind of can sum it up for everybody that's been working on it so hard I mean it's really hard work and it's like, like I'm not used to camp. I don't can't even remember the last time I camped out. Right. You know? So, um, it's the best to, to be out here, like in the elements. And I was kind of half dreading it and half super excited about it because I knew we'd be doing what I love to do, which is you know filmmaking, making the movie, and all that. But then at the same time, I was like, you know, I'm not. I'm going to be away from my family for five <coughs> days. I, there's like zero cell s phone service out here. Yeah. yeah. So it's been weird. I mean, I've been like totally disconnected. I think from real life for like four days now or something. And it's like actually the 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 longer it goes for me, the more I realize I like it a lot. Oh, I know. It kind of makes me... I've been listening to this podcast called Shit Town, and it's about... <laughs> it's by the oh, makers by of... Was that I think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, you know, Shit Town. No, and it's uh, it's about this uh, guy that lives in the middle of just, like, nowhere in Alabama. And I was listening to it while driving out here. And we're three hours away from civilization, just about. And it was, it was just kind of nice. Like, we're just in the middle of the country, all the woods. We saw the stars for the first time in God knows how long. Everyone was marveling at the fact that we could see the stars. I have touched lizards and frogs and ticks. Oh my. This is probably the fun, the most fun I've had on a, on a shoot. I can honestly say awesome. I've peed outside more in this short few three, four days that I have in my entire life. I don't know if I, I'm proud of that or ashamed, but it's... Getting back to your roots. Yeah. Shitting outside. outside. Yeah, just wait till you, you, you know, drop the deuce. Well, you you, know you graduate find, from the P to the deuce. What I find really amazing about what we've been doing out here, too, was, um, you know, I, I came from out of state, and sometimes, you know, it gets kind of busy. Anywhere you live, right, can always get kind of busy, especially when you live in a city. And um, I was talking to some friends and not about, like, we want to go to a cabin, you know, and I feel very fortunate to be part of this because, like, in your mind, I was like, I'm going to pay to go up, you know, to live in no contact with people or whatever and <laughs> now it's kind of the reverse like I get to come out here I mean we're quote I mean you can't see this but I'm air quoting like a douche uh, that <laughs> I'm working but it's also kind of like a little I don't want to say mini vacation it's a vacation you know? but it's it's fun and, yeah. and uh, kind of like to Ryan's point like I never did like the camp on Awana you know camping thing you know like on a summer vacation, but this is kind of close to, it. I mean, we're all adults. So the nice part about it yeah. is that like we act, you know, some guys get to drink and some girls get to drink as well, but, um, it's less like, you know, Lord of the flies again <laughs> and bullying and getting pantsed and worrying that you're going to pop yeah. out of the lake without your swimsuit on and get like a horrible nickname. I'm acorn. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that happened by any means. I'm just, but you know, so it's, it's fun. It's like wet, hot American summer out here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And by the way, your name's acorn from now on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the movie that we're working on. Like we've been kind of doing a, the the fun behind the scenes stuff, but let's talk about the Jurassic Games. What exactly is this movie? What's it about? Well, this is a movie that um, we wanted to do featuring dinosaurs, um, and so we kind of think of it as a. Uh, 
a little bit of a mix of The Hunger Games and Jurassic Park. And basically the concept is uh, in the near future, uh, 10 death row inmates are on a running man style game show that's broadcast all over the world. And they are plugged into virtual reality that is so realistic that they can't distinguish it from real life, right? Mm -hmm. So inside the virtual reality game, that they're in, they have to survive against not only the dinosaurs that are there, uh, but also themselves, and they're and they're all or in each other. They're all, you know, these like crazy mean, um, uh, or they just have all different types of personalities and stories. I think it's a really fun and diverse group of characters and a great cast that brings it all together. That makes it all these ten people that are in there are like very different, but yeah. they're all fighting against each other. And the uh, the idea is that when uh, when they die in that uh, virtual game by a dinosaur or by someone else or whatever, then they are hooked up to a lethal injection inside the television studio, and then they actually die for real. Yeah. And so uh, the idea is that one of them, the survivor, at the end gets you know unhooked from the machine and gets a full pardon and is freedom. So that's kind of where the story starts with that, and then. Um, you know, you kind of find out a little bit about there are outside forces that uh, aren't exactly happy with this being entertainment and want to try to take it out. And so there's that kind of B story liberals, going on as well. Yeah. <laughs> this damn liberal. Yeah, <laughs> liberals. <laughs> Those dumb pink right. couple commies. Right. right. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, we've had um, you know Ryan Merriman plays kind of the host of the of the show, and I think he's. Uh, done a fantastic job. I think people will love his sort of like evil Ryan Seacrest take oh, on that character. He's so great. And what and, else has he been in so that people know who we're talking about? Well, Ryan Merriman uh, is probably, well, he's known for a lot of things. He was in Final Destination 3. He's in Pretty Little Liars. Um, oh, yeah. He's in, um, he's in, what? Oh, 42. Yeah, he was in 42. Um, it's funny, though, because a lot of people, I think, know him best for his work when he was younger on like Disney's Luck of the Irish and things like that. Yeah. So he's, um, but he's a, He's a very recognizable, but also uh, what's really cool about him is that he's a local guy. I mean, he's from Choctaw, and he's got a house here, and he's a working L.A. actor and is in a lot of stuff, but it was just really cool to have him come back here and, and want to be uh, a part of this project. And then... Um, Perry Reeves uh, also signed on to play a character named Savannah, and she's kind of the director of the Jurassic Games, and she's kind of this hard-nosed. You're the director of the Jurassic. Well, games. I mean, in the movie, <laughs> uh, in the movie, in the uh, hopefully she's nothing like me, but in the in the, in the movie, she's I don't like know, no, 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 jury's still out. She's very cold and and calculating and. Um, and I think she's a really neat character, and we were fortunate to have Perry Reeves come on board to play that character. And she was in uh, Entourage. She played, oh gosh, I didn't really watch uh, much of Entourage, but it was Mrs. Ari's wife, I believe, mm -hmm. is who she played like in like 70 episodes of Entourage or something. And then um, Will she, Ferrell's wife. That's right. She was Will Ferrell's wife in Old School, and just so she's Jones. a very, a very experienced and seasoned actress. Who I'll be a little bit honest, I was, I was, uh, I mean, I was intimidated when she came on set a little bit because uh, I don't want to give away. Any anything about her age or anything or experience but I just was like she's been doing this professionally at right. a very high level since before I was like you know could she even has a with, presence for sure yeah she like does before I could even remember you know wanting to even do this kind of stuff at all she's been doing it for so long so there was a little bit of intimidation but you know she was so kind and so cool and so nice and just such a great pro and made everybody feel comfortable her and Ryan is both did and so this is my first time to work with um, to do a SAG film with actors of that uh, stature. Yeah. So, so that was our first time to do that. Um, How frustrating was it compared to the other movies where you don't have the SAG kind of over your shoulder? I mean, it's... 
I understand. I, I understand why it's in place, and I understand you know all that paperwork that we have to do, and all the things that SAG asks us to do for for their actors. I, it's a lot of work, and you know, but I am. I can understand why it's there, and I'm glad that we're able to. I, I was more happy that we were able to provide what they required. You have to be um, a little bit more, a little bit more on your toes. But you know, what, one thing I wanted to do with this movie was, and I was really happy about this, is I wanted it to be a local cast because uh, we still needed to um, shoot sort of spread out a little bit because of all those locations we were talking about. Yeah. So, like, it would be very expensive to bring in multiple cast members that were from out of town that would have to like either stay you know in hotels or whatever the whole time yeah. so i know tiger is is an exception to the rule he we brought him in uh, from out of town to stay with us Thank the you. entire time uh, to uh, be fair i'm sorry i don't mean to, i have to clarify this was court appointed ah uh, yes uh, you know you tape one mlb game without the written consent of major league baseball and you're just paying for right. it uh, and you you one match community service I'm, man. I'm very grateful to be here thank you well we're glad to have you um but I, I was also happy that um, a lot of Oklahoma-based actors auditioned and went through the whole process. Just like the audition, you know, was was sent out, and and we had uh, tapes come in from L.A. and New York and Atlanta and you know uh, Dallas, all over the place. Um, but as we looked through our cast and our auditions, uh, I was just really, really happy that we were able to cast so many local. I know, man. You got like the, the best of the best in here. I feel like it. I mean, and, and when we see our cast all working together, our ten inmates, I, I just feel like are so awesome. And they had, I feel like they had a great opportunity to bond, you know, and like the yeah. first four days of shooting, they weren't really doing much other than just sort of being props because they were playing the part of them just lying in a medical bed, right? Yeah. For four days. So best uh, yeah. medical bed, bed actors ever. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> they literally just lied there until they with their know. faces covered by the VR masks. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, they did great, and, and but but the cool thing is between between their scenes, I think they had the chance to sort of we sort of did that on purpose because we thought, okay, they're going to have a lot of downtime and they're going to be able to bond and become friends and get to know each other. So then when we finally got out on location and we start to see these guys in their element, I felt like that there was a lot of that already was yeah. kind of happening. Yeah, already had a good between, camaraderie. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Kyle Pennington and and Rhett. Terrell, I think, <laughs> have done, they play brothers in the movie, and I, I feel like that they, in the way that they've approached it, it feels totally believable that they yeah. could be, and um, so, yeah, just, and there's stories like that all across, all across the board, I and mean, everybody just seems to get along really well, it's really exciting. So cool. Well, uh, you know, I just wanted to add one quick thing, just kind of being like an outsider, and I'm not trying to give Oklahoma a rub, simply because I went to UT, and I'm in Sooner Country, hook em horns, <laughs> how to do it, sorry guys, and I'm out, but honestly, you know, coming from Los Angeles, and, and uh, growing up in Texas and even doing some stuff out here in Oklahoma before when I came out here I was really surprised and honestly just impressed with the amount that the production that's being done out here the talent even uh, and everything that's going on because I mean with everything changing in media these days, whether we're talking about the equipment itself the way of having the services stream whatever like People aren't doing the cool stuff that's happening here all over the world. Yeah, you know, people think you know things now that things are cheaper or or easier to do. Like it just springs up everywhere. But to see what people are producing out here and at the high level that they're doing it, it's like Oklahoma's got some stuff. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, and it's it's just really cool to see. You know. Yeah. Let's. And on that note, I don't know if I told you this story, but when we were at uh, the Gloss Mountains, I got pulled over oh, uh, no. because I was I, I was speeding. Apparently, even though the the speed limit sign was right in front of me, it said 35 miles per hour. He's like, "You realize how fast you were going?" It's like, 
35 miles per hour. He's like, yeah, we, you were speeding. I was like, the sign's right there. And he was like, yeah, but back there is 25. Like, okay. Anyway, ra- random tangent. But uh, I, he, he saw my gear in the back of my car, and he was like, so uh, what are you doing? What are you working on? And I described the movie. Okay, it's like the Ma- I got all excited for, with a cop. Okay, it's like it's like the Matrix meets Suicide Squad, and then they had a, some side action going on with with like Hunger Games and Jurassic Park. And he just looked at me and he was like, "Huh? Wait, you can go." <laughs> Wait, was that? Was, I think that got me out of a ticket. Yeah, right. Was that also why you had to take that random drug test, like just right, right, right in front and of And then him? he strip searched me. I don't understand why. Everything just went black for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was kind of it was weird. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, I want you guys to describe your characters. Is that, is that allowed? Sure. Okay. Um, because we have three very interesting murderers sitting across from me. And uh, I'd, I'd like you to describe yourself as your character. Um, okay. <laughs> well, my character is kind of like the Black Widow. And uh, she goes on a spree of murdering boys she's on dates with and videotapes it. Okay, okay. She videotapes it? Yes, she does. And by she, I mean you, you tape it? Yes, I do. Sadistic. By the way, those were very fun scenes to shoot. Yes. (laughs) I think I missed those days. I gotta jump on, like, you guys' interns (laughs) and and strangle them. Go work work for Ryan Belgar. You might end up in your skibbies getting murdered. We've got got a couple of guys. It's funny. We've got a couple of guys in our office that are, like, male models. They're legit legit male models. And that morning of the shoot, we realized we didn't have the boyfriends that she was going to be killing. And I just went in there. I was like, hey, you guys want to... Want to want to film tonight? Come help us film. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, man, that sounds like fun. And I was like, Well, you have to be in your underwear. And they were like, Yeah, great, okay. <laughs> Don't, they were like, all, They were all into it. <laughs> Nothing sketchy about the boss asking you to yeah, come yeah. in after hours in your underwear. <laughs> well, I'm gonna film it. Well, one of the guys has only been there a month. <laughs> so. What but are they teaching them in school these days? Like, but hey, he's like, is this a promotion? Well, he, no. Well, here's the deal: is like, if you Google "sexy Harry Potter," like that's him. He he. Um, have, have you Googled "sexy"? Can we, we well, look no, at your? Can, can we do Google this right now? They, they, yeah, go ahead. They did a like whatever you call it, like a um, fan fiction or something? no, like a boudoir shoot or something. And what like, boudoir shoot? Yeah. Yes, and it made like. Yeah, it made like national news and like was spread out everywhere. Like, awesome. and like it was like, guy does sexy Harry Potter photo shoot and it like went totally viral. And it's this <laughs> oh guy. God. It's this guy that works. It's this guy. Is uh, it this guy? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he she truly is sexy Harry Potter. Right there. I like jump straddled him. So everybody out there know that I jump straddled and stabbed the this sexy guy? Harry Potter. Yes. That is so awesome. That is so freaking you hilarious. Sexually harassed Harry Potter. I crawled all, all over. Yeah. Sexy Harry Sexy Potter. Mmm, expecto patronum. Yeah, it was, oh, it's funny. It's funny because when I, I interviewed him, you know, he, he just he has a uh, like a position in our social media department at, at our know. studio. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when we interviewed him, you know, we were just like, of course, you know, like, was well, there anything interesting that we should know about you, or, or what's your experience online, or whatever? And because he has an online, you know, digital position at our company, and he's like, well, I did this thing on Instagram, and it kind of went viral, and I was like, oh, what was it? And he goes. 
Sexy Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> he said this in the interview? Yes. And you were like, you're hired. I looked it up right there. And I was like, and he had like so many followers and views. I was like, well, man, I mean, he knows what he's doing. So let's go for it. Golly. Okay, that's fantastic. That's amazing. So, yeah, you murdered Sexy Harry Potter. Way to go. I did. And your character's name is Stephanie. Is, does she have yes. a last name? Ste- Stephanie. This is Stephanie. Okay, and then next to us we have another another murderer. Yes, I I, I can't really do mine in character. Uh, it would be kind of difficult um, over the air, but I play Albert Mason, who is a sadistic serial killing cannibal. So if I were to do that over the air, it'd be just be lots of screaming and yelling and <laughs> spitting blood on my castmates right here next to me. Right. And, uh, I don't know. I think we can which, get a taste we, of we, that. We, you know, we, we could try that if you want. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm just having a blast because for me this is a treat. Like obviously that character is uh, something totally different than I've ever done. I'm born and raised in Oklahoma, church on Sunday kind of guy. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, then I eating people and murdering I, on the weekends. <laughs> then I get get to have the privilege of trying to play this character. And a great story is I, when I finally told my mom the character I was playing in this movie, her response was, I'm just going to pretend he becomes a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, the end of the character's arc. He finds Jesus. <laughs> and it's like, I'm, mom, I'm pretty sure he goes straight to hell. During communion. Which, yeah, that, see, that's the story. You, you know, he finds Jesus during communion, which is slightly <laughs> ironic. And well, he's so, eating people. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's eating the blood of Christ. So it's a it's drinking been a, the blood it's of Christ. Been a, it's been a thrill. He's like, like you know, I feel right at home right now. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Like you know, I'll do something, and it, the great thing is, like every single line I've delivered has been completely different than the way I practice it. Like coming up to it, it's like, no, Luke, scream like a maniac and spit your blood everywhere. I'm like, okay, you got it. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but yesterday we were doing this scene where he, you are cannibalizing another character, and you and you rip out a chunk and you spit it over here. Which is where I am. <laughs> so I'm holding the boom, and there's just like this wave of blood spit. <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah, I think, I think on that one, I hit you, I hit the camera, yeah, I kind of hit, hit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It was fine. It looked really cool. No, no, it's just a blast. I'm loving every second of it. So we also have we have been doing a lot of stunt work too. And oh, I yeah, don't know yeah. If oh my god, you're getting your ass yes. kicked, so, man. So yes, I I did not know that. I was going to literally be flipped over on my back about 87 times in, in a three-day span. Like, uh, it's uh, You've been, most of the say, time I'm able to hit the mats, but every now and then, you know, we're not the experts, so it's it's just rocks. <laughs> so you've you've taken a good six or seven foot fall. Taken six or seven foot falls, been flipped over by multiple body, times body by a 300, 300 pound MMA fighter, and then. Our lead character, who's not that much smaller, he's awfully, awful, awfully huge as well and very he's strong. Big dude. And uh, so he's tackled me on a rock, kicked me off a rock, flipped, flipped me over onto another rock. <laughs> he's had lots of rocks. Lots and, of rocks. So it's a. Uh, it's been as fun. Ryan it's, intended, and somehow, somehow, my back is completely fine. But I just tore my hamstring. I don't know how that happened. Oh no! <laughs> so not tore it, but strained it. So yeah, of all times, and I was literally just stand. I go through all that, and one t- one of the yesterday, I, I literally just stood up and I almost collapsed <laughs> from my Golly. hamstring straining. So it wasn't from any of the flips. It was just standing up. I so. hurt my hamstring too doing that uh, jump straddle. You guys need to comment with the hamstrings, okay? But that was that was also unfilm related. So just I think we need to clarify there. Okay, no, uh, but honestly, another thing, really, like uh, Luke, who's just you know our our uh, hometown cannibal here, he's like the Jackie Chan of this set, man. He just anything goes. He's doing his own stunts. It's amazing. So hats off to you, sir. Yep. 
very very nice of you. And then who is your character? My character. So um, I'm bringing hopefully a little international appeal. <laughs> uh, you guys will get that in a couple of months. Um, so hopefully, yeah, my character's a little different. So it's the classic story of a, an assassin from a small town who raises himself up by his bootstraps and his uh, sniper rifle. No, so I play a contract <laughs> killer, uh, Ren. Am I allowed to say names? Is that okay? Okay, I, oh, I said it. So Kylo uh, Ren. No. no. Yeah, not unfortunately not Kylo Ren. Um, <laughs> But I play a contract killer who, where his allegiance lies might be a bit tricky. You're going to have to tune in to find out. But Mm -hmm. I play a killer and uh, maybe I'll do some more in the film. We'll see. I'm curious. Can you, as your character, introduce yourself in your native language? Yeah, that's basically uh, (laughs) Chinese for you. Beautiful. Don't try to test me. (laughs) You know, Randy, I mean... uh, uh, Ren in the film is uh, I don't want to give away any spoilers but he in the original script he dies kind of unceremoniously maybe mm. is a way to put it gets food poisoning and just poops himself <laughs> to death <laughs> just poops himself yeah. to death well but guys diarrhea but, used to be a major killer but Tiger came into the set uh, last week or whenever that was and you know he's like well I can do uh, some martial arts with some you know whips and chains and ropes and things and <laughs> that that sounds not like martial arts it's something else he likes the whips and chains <laughs> right but he uh, he st- yeah well, he started uh, showing us some some of the routine that uh, he can, he kind of came up with and so it was really cool because that wasn't something we necessarily required for the role but he came adding that to uh, to his character and we were like heck yeah we're gonna put that in because it's so awesome so it's yeah. it's gonna be that's really ex- I'm excited for that. that's I mean like yeah. I am is he gonna be doing some jujitsu on some dinosaurs is that what we're looking I forward mean, to I think that's that's safe to say I don't know if it's jujitsu per se but it's something awesome. Well, so my background um, is Chinese wushu or kung fu, basically, as it's mm. known here in the West. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, my background, I used to be a Golden Gloves boxer. Uh, I do Muay Thai. Shout out Saxon Muay Thai LA. Um, Boom. Whew, just making a lot of local You fans better be here, listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, I've been around. And then uh, tell all of your friends about the Oki Show Show. Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, and Muay Thai. And one I used to train Guy Mesger out in Dallas, uh, Chris Brennan. Um, but it was, it was cool that this got brought up because... Uh, not to make anything political, but as an Asian actor, right? Like, there's always the elephant in the room. Like, do you do kung fu? Do you do whatever? right? Yeah. I'm lucky that, I, although I've done some action stuff, I've been able to kind of base what I do off my acting. Which, to be fair, most could be done by like a muppet. Like, <laughs> usually it's between me and Gonzo for a role, and he's he's got the name. And he right, nails you know? it every freaking <laughs> every time, time. Every time. God. Um. So that's what was, I, I mean. That's another thing that's so cool about working on this project was uh, coming into it. You could talk straight to, uh, to Ryan, even though it's through a sheet and you can't ever make eye contact with him. No, but he, no, he's been really open, really cool, not just with me, but I feel like really the whole cast about like, hey, if you've got an idea, uh, and it's a good one at least, right? Like yeah. let's try to work it in. And with the chain whip thing, like I remember when I read the script, um, there was a description, as he said, about like a fight scene, right? And and I was cool of doing it that way if it needed to be done that way, right? I'm here yeah. as a tool to, well, not a tool, that sounds weird, but I'm here as, <laughs> as, a, as a, a helper, I guess, to make the vision happen. And uh, he casually had mentioned like, well, hey, you know, originally I wanted to do this thing and, and it's kind of just like an offhand comment, nothing, you know, like, but I was like, oh, well, shoot, I, I mean, I could do that and I would love to do that and you're going to hire me to do that? Like, yes, let's make yeah. this happen, you know? 
So, that just sounds like the coolest freaking thing of like seeing, like the idea of seeing somebody doing kung fu with the the chain thing on a freaking like a raptor or a, I don't know, a T-Rex or something like that. That just sounds awesome. So thank you for, well, for creating you for what's probably going to be one of my favorite moments in the movie. Yeah, and on that, along that uh, chain uh, martial arts aspect, uh, when Tiger first walked in, you know, the other actors and I, and we were kind of joking around, like, I wonder how good he really is. Like, you think he just like kind of spins it, like, you know, and then like a lasso form, and then just like throws it at things. And so he walked in, and I was like, Hey, Tiger, how do you do this stuff? Do you just kind of spin it around your head and throw it at people? And he's like, Well, kind of. And then he he proceeds to take it and literally terrify me to where I'm almost <laughs> I'm almost screaming like a little girl. I'm like jumping behind people, diving behind chairs <laughs> as these chains are flying, at, which, which which what seems coming within six inches of my face. So I'm diving and screaming and. Yeah. It's really about 12 feet from my face, but it was pretty terrifying. I, w- I was also, to be fair, very naked at the time. So it was other things were flying at him. Right, yeah, yeah. It was just, it was, it was a cacophony of things happening. Um, okay, so not to throw you guys under the bus, but since we have three actors here, um, I want to play a game with you guys. You down for this? Down. Did you want to play the Jurassic games with us? Is I want to play the Jurassic games with you. Who will survive? Okay, so this is a game called Roommates. And basically, you guys, as your characters, are roommates, um, but you've you've lost something. Ryan, what's some valuable item that they've lost? Uh, they've lost the, the uh, credit card for the movie. <laughs> they've, they've, you, okay, so as your characters, and you can feel free to just scream off mic if you want to. <laughs> talking to our, our screaming cannibal uh can you guys play out that scene i mean we have to right <laughs> <laughs> you you have no choice <laughs> okay here we go roommates in three two one hey tiger wait wait, wait, wait. hold on let's back this train up tiger or my character oh, your character sorry. your character hey, <laughs> okay yes i lost i can't find the credit card. <laughs> have you guys seen the credit card I've been looking for it. I need to buy some knives. Some duct tape. So that I can cut you and eat you. No, I... I, It's for me. (laughs) So that I can cut. No. Just, have you seen the credit card? No. Wait, is, is, it, is it the one with the Hello Kitty on it? Is it that one? Yes. Okay, because do you, do you need more sultry voice lessons? Is that, are we behind on the payment for that? I, I don't know why I'm talking like Count Chocula. I'm sorry, I don't, I'm sorry. I, just, I don't want to give away my character. But have you seen it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Albert, man, you gotta eat something. You're getting low glycemic index again. You know, weird. None of this makes sense until you've seen the movie. Like, like, this is actually some, you know, in, uh. I think that'll work. I think that'll work. Yeah, there we go. I forgot to say I was going to Christie's Toy Box. <laughs> I have to explain this stupid sound machine. My mom got me this because she was like, you have a radio show, right? So she got me this freaking thing. Anyway, you know, though, I gotta say, I, I love when moms, okay, anybody who's involved 
and again, this might sound horribly pretentious, but <coughs> anybody who's involved in like, I guess, entertainment, right? It's, I think it's the one. You pretentious ass. I know. <laughs> I think it's the one career that like tries and my parents, family and friends always want to give you advice or help with like no context that like that we've researched that or we've tried it. Right. Like, I remember <laughs> my mom was like, hey, you know, I think the key for you to be a good actor is, you know, um, yet in a good movie like oh that's all I was reverse engineering that she's like and you know maybe if uh have you ever tried uh maybe i don't know getting like the best agent in the world like <laughs> oh oh god here i am you know no you my know agents what you are great. really don't, need that great. would help your career if you could just get famous yeah my exactly. brother is like, constantly telling me like you need to get on uh the walking dead you need to get on game of thrones and i'm like bro number one i live in oklahoma and i have a country i love that you call like mom, oklahoma <laughs> i don't have I was, like a game how, of thrones how country do you accent? live in where you call your yeah. mother bro <laughs> like <laughs> what's up bro uh, yeah, no, uh, uh, whenever I graduated from film school, um, my present from my parents was a suit for all the interviews that nice. I was going to be going on. That's like, that's almost as bad as just socks, right? That's like a, like a whole body sock <laughs> yeah. right there. I got, I got a suit that I, I actually have worn it, but never for film stuff. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. We're going to play another game called, we know, I, I, I don't even know if I tra- officially transitioned into the game portion, whatever. Are you still transitioning? Is it I'm, I'm, still I'm still transitioning mid transition. Okay. So we're going to play a game called worst case scenario because again, we are here waiting for the rain to stop, which it looks like it may have actually stopped. It's like it's getting, it is. Yeah. It looks like it's starting to slow down. It's, it's, it's like now it's just nasty. It's Nilly song all up in here. Blame it on the yeah. rain. <laughs> on the rain. That was actually, uh, dubbed by someone else as well. Just true to Millie Vanilli 4. Right. I, I didn't sing that. <laughs> so this is a game called Worst Case Scenario. This is an original OK Show Show game. And basically, uh, the way that this works is where it's going to be a progressive story. Every single person is going to be adding one sentence to the story. But the goal is to make it the most worst case scenario possible. So um, again, each player adds one sentence to the story of a movie shoot's impending doom. Think you guys can pull that off? Sure. Okay. Because I don't that, think we have to go do I, much fiction. Here. Yeah, I know. I don't know where we're gonna find all the inspiration. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Ryan, you're gonna start the story in three, two, one. Uh, 30, uh, 35 people went to uh, the wilderness to shoot a movie. And then it rained. Our showers and toilets are in the exact same spot. You don't even have to step out of the shower. You can pee while you're taking a shower. Wait, that's a negative? (laughs) (laughs) Then that day for lunch, Applebee's catered her. I fucked up. (laughs) Applebee's catered it. I don't like Applebee's. (laughs) And as they were eating the Applebee's, that's when our lead star got punched in the face. Brought to you by Applebee. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there was no medical uh, first aid kit or treatment available for 100 miles. And then Rhett ripped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and they needed extreme medical attention. But then they found out this is where patient zero came from. <laughs> AIDS. That's what we're talking about. I, you know, for the uninformed. And that's when Rhett got bit by a rattlesnake on the dick. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to say it. Kate had to suck out the poison. No! 
I was wanting to add on to it, and the blood started to coagulate. <laughs> oh, that's awful. All this based on a true story. <laughs> that's how much of that was true and how much of it was not true, you decide. Let's not start anything. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, well, I want to talk to you guys, you the actors, real quick about um, this. This is something when we could make an entire podcast episode about this subject, but about acting in Oklahoma and being able to do so consistently. Uh, Kate, I open it to you. What are your thoughts on that? On acting in Oklahoma and being able to do it consistently? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, you gotta hustle to, you know, get your name into projects and stuff, but a lot of it really, take classes, get in good with people, don't be a jerk, you know, be nice to be around and try and like I don't know I, I feel like if you just try you know but and going to events like forcing yourself to go to events yeah that's tired and yeah. stuff and still trying to be like you know cool about it and everything I don't know it's it, it it's hard get a good agent I mean go to classes read books try everything you can do and you know be yeah. nice and don't don't just expect it to fall out of the sky. Yeah, that, don't. that pesky fame. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, um, I don't know. I it took me a long time to just decide I was gonna do it, like, because I always wanted to, but I just never thought like I could. And you know, I was like, well, I live in Oklahoma, but then one day I was just like, whatever, man, I'm just gonna Google this, and then you know, just do some research and try to. F- ask a lot of questions from a lot of people like everywhere you can find out but I don't know it's I still don't get like super consistent work but I mean it's hard to find consistent work in Oklahoma I think for like legitimate projects because there's always kind of like the student projects and stuff like that that's happening but yeah yeah but and be willing to do a lot of stuff for no pay to to start off with yeah. I mean that's how I made tons of it's a great business and, model yeah just <laughs> give it away for free for a while and yep. then and then don't give it away for free anymore and be like sorry man because that's time and that's mm-hmm. I don't know time is money I guess when do you guys feel like it's a like when is the time to when do you bridge that gap of like working for free and then kind of valuing your brand or, or whatever I honestly if I am really tight with people sometimes I'll still do it for free sorry Ryan we weren't tight yet <laughs> but uh, and that's why she you know and her character is written out of the movie now. <laughs> right I had people tell me like hey stop doing stuff for free like, yeah you should be charging like and I had footage for a demo reel so it was I could that's a good place to stop doing it for free is once you have enough material for a demo reel yeah yeah that's an interesting interesting point well I love uh, acting in Oklahoma I mean it's uh, it's a treat for me it's real thrill I've uh, been a movie fan since I was eight years old Um, always wanted to be in the movies and so this is real thrill for me Um, it's it's really neat now to see a lot of films starting to come through Oklahoma. So those that have been in the business or trying to get in the business are now having opportunities to do that. And like Kate said, it's not necessarily super consistent at the moment, but it's at least you're at least now getting consist fairly consistent opportunities, which is yeah. fun. And um, one of the things you know, don't get discouraged when you don't get it because you know no, uh, odds. I mean, we've all been to you know hundreds of auditions yeah um 
And, and we, this is we where don't... you skip over to the Chris Freihofer interview and listen to him talk about that. Don't take it personal. Yeah, you don't take it personal. You know, and if you don't get it, shoot, you may have just accidentally auditioned for that uh, director's next movie. Like, he may not have liked you for that role, but he may love you for a different role. You, you know? know, that's something I could, I could speak of um, because that's happened a lot. Um, there are times when I've auditioned uh, actors for a movie and... There, there's a lot of times, and I see it more and more, especially with the local Oklahoma people, is that there's more and more people that are showing up. There's more and more good, talented people every time. And you have like three or four people that are like, any one of these people would do a fantastic job in this role. So a lot of times uh, we base our casting on how do they fit with the ensemble? You know, if I've already got a guy that's got uh, a salt and pepper beard and a mohawk, then I don't really necessarily want another guy with a salt and pepper beard and a mohawk. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, it's a, it had nothing to do with your audition, nothing to do with anything else other than the fact fact that um, just how they how they fit or if I'm trying to cast a family and they all need to kind of look the same or something like that but um, I would say that's absolutely right I mean there are times when you know I would see auditions and someone didn't get the part and I every movie that's happened to me I get an ugly email or a phone call or some kind of message that's like goes from passive aggressive to full-on hateful right it's like I can't believe you did why didn't you cast me and you know uh, or you know and all this kind of stuff because that's a good idea that's gonna make him hire you well what Luke is saying is exactly right is like when that happens I'm just like you know they're not gonna I'm not gonna hire them yeah you know and then you remember them for a whole another reason because there's times um, you know Kyle Pennington's a great example of someone that that, uh, I love casting in our movies and um, is someone that we you know just kind of have in the back of our mind there's like a Rolodex in our mind of people we like working with and people that are really good and people that you know we know are versatile or whatever and it's like I would much rather call them up on a project and say hey Kyle I got a role that's perfect for you yeah. you know can, can you do it can you audition or whatever and, uh, and maybe even not audition just come and be in it you know but um, but uh, again, like Luke's, exa- Luke's exactly right. I mean, just because you don't get the part doesn't mean that the director's not uh, thinking of you for some something else. You know? Yeah, uh, I think that. You imagine if, like, if you had intended to to like this person that sends you that email, you're like, ah, oh, damn it, I was gonna I was gonna put you in this project later on down the line. You screwed it up. I mean, and to be honest, it kind of it's kind of happened. I mean, it's, it really yeah, yeah. I mean, that sucks because I just don't. You know, it's like I, I want to be able to trust the people that um, we're hiring to. Uh, you know, not. I, I need to be able to trust them to be able to. Uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of like be professional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not like go on a rant or publicly, you know, uh, say things or talk about things that uh, we might not want them to talk about. You know. So right. I think that I'm always looking for someone that can be uh, can be professional and to kind of speak on what Kate was talking about as far as like, you know, how to get in and when to charge and not to charge. I've, I've <clears throat> I'm not do I don't do that so much as an actor, but as a director and a producer and things like. Like that and and I'm sure you can relate Brian's like when you're starting out you sort of have to like show people what you can do mm-hmm. and there just becomes a time when I think you're in demand enough that you can start charging charging for your work yeah. and I think and but I still even even as you're seasoned and going all, going along there might be projects like you said Kate there might be things that you look at that you're like well I know these guys might not have a big budget or whatever and this is something worth doing because I'm just believing it or I want to do it yeah and that's I think that's still cool to do because if you can be a part of some really cool project that's that's um, gonna help further them and further you and further the whole you know deal then I think that's fantastic uh, but uh, I've always wanted to I don't like asking uh, people really anyone 
on our films to do anything for free. I don't, yeah. I don't want to, I never, I never liked to do that. I've always like, and that was nice of you to say Kate, but I mean, even if uh, you would have said, oh, I'll do this for free, I would have been like, nope, you know, we're paying you a rate. This is what we're, what we're <clears> doing <throat> because I really do want to run the most professional uh, yeah. set that I can. I don't want to. Well, it's also a guarantee that they're going to walk through the door. <clears throat> it, is, it is. And you need, I mean, you, and when you're working on a project that's like literally 60 people or, or more are like having to be there, you know, on a certain day, it's like, if one of those people aren't there, you know, uh, then you're screwed. And if my actor is a volunteer and they just decide, yeah, you know, I don't really, I'm not feeling it today. And, yeah. then, and it adds a layer of professionalism, like any monetary amount just added on it. It just, I don't know. It's just like an understood thing. Like it carries more weight than yeah. You. I'll be honest. Well, first, Luke, you are the most articulate cannibal I've ever met. That's, <laughs> take that, Ted Bundy. Um, I, you know, it's kind of odd. Uh, I don't know if I can honestly say much to this. Simply just because I'm not from Oklahoma. Like I'm, I'm humbled that someone would give me the mic to get off the mic. Sorry, no. <laughs> but I, I will say, you know, I'm just a stone's throw away in Texas, and I think uh, we have a lot of the similar pros and cons. And um, I guess I'll touch about the cons first. And the cons, I mean, is like, you know, just like anything you do, like any industry, there's usually a hub, right? Like if you want to be, I don't know, Silicon Valley, you want to do tech stuff, it's over there, right? Um, if you want to be a douchebag, you go to New Jersey. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I just alienate all of our target markets. But uh, my point is, is that, yeah, like LA, New York, Elephant in the Room, right? Those are just the big places you have to go at some point to do film or entertainment. Um, so... I will say that I understand that struggle. Uh, being from Texas, I think the tough part for actors, producers, anybody in entertainment field is that, you know, the talent is there, but sometimes the structure, the support might not be. Um, and so I think that's always the tough part of figuring out, like, you know, how you're going to carve out a niche or a career in doing something is that you need, sometimes you got to go where the money is or what supports you. But I think other than that being and it's a con but it's 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 a smaller and smaller one because of the way technology is working the YouTubes you know all that stuff <laughs> we can do things that you know five six years ago ten years ago or when I was a kid and I started doing this that you just couldn't you know and when I come out here I think the pros are like I mean I'm really amazed again seeing the level of talent of the actors here in Oklahoma um, the producers the directors here and really the professionalism because I mean I gotta yeah. tell you sometimes in LA it's like paralysis by analysis you know there's tons of people who are there but it's saturated and every time you want to get something off the ground you know some of the bs of the quote-unquote business comes into play and then that's when you hold your fine arts degree and you're in the shower rocking back and forth <laughs> crying, you know whereas here it's like i think it's really exciting there's a, a huge pro that there's an energy mm -hmm. you know it's like like okay yeah you might be the most talented person in the world but if you don't put it to action, what's the point? Right. You know, and, and you guys you guys have a lot. Like today, here's a great example. We are in, um, you know, a community area while, while we're filming. And another good point is that you guys, like, we have plenty of awesome people. Like, we could not have done this if we didn't all get along and people were professional. Like, it yeah. would, again, Lord of the Flies. Like, we would have. Yeah. But we've all gotten along. Everybody's pitching and done cool things. And even, you know, what you're doing with your podcast right now is that, like, we made lemonade out of lemons because it's a rainy day and now we're doing stuff. You know, whereas yeah. in L.A., someone we would just be eating kale and complaining about this is bullshit yeah like organic wi-fi like the I raiders deserve so much better than this yeah and we yeah. all i don't we i will talk like that for a second it's like the, just that la yeah, talk it's that weird la accent christian bale like, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like, I, I think being a, like, a Texas boy at heart and always being someone who's going to rep Texas UT till I die. Okay, I'm going to, I got to calm that down. Um, Go Pokes, if you Norman. It's, it's something that I think is, is a very similar um, struggle, but it's a beautiful struggle in the sense that, like, we're putting this part of the nation on the map, and rightfully yeah. so. You know, like, hey, Beyonce's from Houston. You know, Ryan Merriman, he was from. Oklahoma City so the talent is there um, there's good things that can happen and hopefully like the rest of the United States the rest of the world is going to start <clears> saying <throat> that you know yeah and Ryan uh, on your next movie if you could uh, get James Marsden and Bill Hader on the cast that would be great Alpha 5 that's, well, that's funny you say James Marsden because when our sales agent found out that James Marsden was from Oklahoma he called me <laughs> he's he, like it's a tax write off well, he was like I am so mad at you right now I am so and he was a lot more colorful than that <laughs> and I was like what did I do What's, what, did I, what happened what's wrong he was like, you didn't tell me James Marsden's from Oklahoma Oklahoma. Stillwater. And I was like, is it Stillwater or Shawnee? I, I, no, it's Shawnee. I was, like, I, well, I, I was like, yeah, I think he is from Oklahoma. He's like, we could have we could have tried to get him into the movie. And I was like, it's not like I can just, I don't have his phone number. <laughs> yeah. Why hey, didn't James Marsden? Why didn't you Ryan? just get him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never can you never Can you him. call him right now? <laughs> That's kind of how it felt. Get on the Instagrams and figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is James Marsden. Uh, what would you like? You want to be in my movie? Why does why no. James Marsden sound like <laughs> okay, Bill Hader when you do it? <laughs> <laughs> he's all hot right now because he's on uh, Westworld. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we have to wrap it up because I can't believe we've already cracked an hour. This is crazy. But um, I'm trying to decide. I want to play one more final game with you guys. I think we should play. Uh, I think we should play sound effects. You guys down for that? Yeah. Okay. Prepared for a lot of fart noises. Okay, so uh, our prompts are going to be supplied by Mr. Ryan Belgard over here, and um, basically, who wants to? We can do it with two people, and I'll provide the sound effects. I was gonna say, I or actually, no. I think you should supply the sound effects. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna hand my mic over to um, Tiger over here. I, which I love that your actual name is cooler than your character's name. By the way, now that you're off mic. <laughs> okay, so uh, Ryan Belgart, um, uh, where are we? Uh, we are. I guess being in space would be bad because there's no sound there, right? <laughs> it's the, we could say it's the Star Wars universe, so there's sound. Okay, yeah, we're in the Star Wars universe. That's okay, where we are. Yeah. okay, so we're in the Star Wars universe. What's the relationship between these two? Oh, um, they're droids. They're droids. Okay, and uh, can you give us a conflict? What's the problem? What's the issue that they have to solve? Um, <clears throat> yeah, Darth Vader's about to go uh, get into a lightsaber battle but he doesn't have it so he sent you guys to uh, go retrieve it from his spaceship so, so you're, okay so we have two droids in the Star Wars universe going to retrieve Darth Vader's lightsaber with the, with the sound effects being supplied by Mr. Tiger over here in three, two, one. Have you seen that lightsaber? <laughs> I think it's a tiger's butt. <laughs> oh my god, this is so. <laughs> we gotta hurry. Pull it out. Misa, Misa, I'm in tiger's butt. <laughs> I'm trying to get it out, but I can't seem to make it budge. He's got a tight one. I think I think I'm making some headway. Hot solo. 
I think I need to make a left turn in here. Are, are there impressions? Is he sound effects or is he like the supporting character? Sorry, this sorry. became the impressions game. <laughs> sorry, my bad, my bad. I just, I don't understand. I, I, I am learning disabled. I am sorry. Give me that wrench. No, that one over there. That's not a wrench. Tiger, can you please just pass some gas? Maybe it will loosen it up. That didn't do anything, and now I'm all wet. I thought these things smelled on the outside. <laughs> I think my... Bro- <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was great. That was no, crap. that was good. That was good. <laughs> Except that you just spit all over the mic. <laughs> well, I, I feel bad that we didn't say, it's a trap! It's know. a trap! <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, introduce yourselves one last time and where we can find you online. Oh, my name's Ryan Belgard. You can just find me on Facebook. or uh, That's pretty much it. On Facebook? On, the, on MySpace? That's pretty much all. I, I don't really... Um, I've only I've only had one tweet. I've tweeted one time <laughs> in 2009, and um, <laughs> I I am pretty June active 1st. on Facebook though. So if you want to message me on Facebook, you can just look for Ryan Belgart. There's only one of us. No, there's actually two. There's another Ryan Belgart in Australia who's 17. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the older Ryan Belgart. Why did you know his age? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Be- well, because he came up he came up one time on a search or something like that, and I just tried to friend him on Facebook because I just thought it'd be cool because there's just not a lot of Ryan Belgarts around and he never responded so I feel kind of creepy. He was now. like yeah. he, he probably thought it was himself from the future. <laughs> Amazingly enough a 17 year old boy did not respond to a complete stranger <laughs> from across the world. That's weird. <laughs> Alright Kate where, where can we find you online? My name's Kate Jones with a C. That's C-A-T-E. Jones with a C. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as Bodacious Joe. And I'm on IMDb. I mean, that'd be cool if you guys like looked me up or whatever. Uh, Luke Wyckoff. Mine is pretty much Facebook. Uh, there is a lot of Luke Wyckoffs, actually. I'm friends with them all because we actually thought that was cool and we all yeah, became you friends. Yeah, to be friends with them. That's <laughs> so, cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. I wonder what they all, the other Luke Wyckoffs They're all spelled the same way. W-Y-C-K-O-F-F and there's a lot of us. <laughs> and they all look oddly the same. I bet you're the only cannibal. That is true. That's I probably know. true. And then where can we find you, Tiger? Uh, well, first off, I think, Luke, you should try to eat all the other Lukes. Like <laughs> there could only be one! Yeah, it's like Highlander and the Jet Li. Was that the Take one, right? Um, well, you know, I'm kind of old school, so uh, there's the Facebook that you can find me on. I used to have the IG or whatnot, all that stuff. I, I got to start upping that. But currently, you can hi- find me at Um you got to be 18 and you got to have a credit card, but um, honestly, again, yeah, I mean, if you want to find me, you can find me, but keep it old school, man. Oh, MySpace. I'm friends of Tom. <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, real quick. The Zanga. Can I say one last thing, Brian? Yes. Uh, I do want to say that I'm very grateful for, for you being out here to help us. I'm grateful that you uh, allowed us to be on your part of your pro- program and the Okie Show Show, which I'm a big fan of. And I'm very grateful for the cast and you guys are really awesome and I couldn't be prouder of you and thank you all. Well, thank you Goodbye. so much, man. Well, okay, and last thing, where can we find Jurassic Games info? Oh, uh, well, our IMDb page is just is just uh, brand new, so you can go on there and look at it, I guess. Uh, that's really all. That's really it right now. So Sweet. There's no other. But we're getting all sorts of cool yeah. write-ups from comingsoon.com. Oh, that's, right. well, that's true, yeah. There was, there's gotten some 
attention and press already, so uh, we'll see. I mean, when we start putting together, you know, uh, footage and special effects and trailers and stuff, that will be a while, but um, just kind of keep your eye out for it, and hopefully we'll be able to show some stuff off sooner than later. Beautiful. So you guys be paying attention for whenever Jurassic Games comes out, because it's going to be effing awesome. Then that's it for us. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Oki Show Show. I'm Brian. We'll see you guys in the next two weeks. Bye.